So I want to carry on with the theme set by Namarasana of speaking about uh, removal of anarthas and Maharaj, of course, has been Padmanabh Maharaj has been speaking to a couple classes in the morning directly about the subject and as I mentioned the other night I'm speaking a little about a little about the same by way of um, retelling some of the Leela narratives of the Bhagavatam in which uh, Krishna has um, dealt with various uh, associates of Kamsa and this with the uh, in remembrance of Bhaktivinoda Thakur's suggestion in his Chaitanya um, Shikshamritam that um, for removing obstacles um, in one's path um, one can recall the leelas in which Krishna deals with obstacles in Braj Mm-hmm. And this, as I mentioned the other day, should be done in a dynamic way. Although he himself, Bhaktivinoda suggested this demon could be seen metaphorically to represent this obstacle or that obstacle. Um, we have the liberty to um, look at the uh, demons in relation to any number of obstacles that may come to mind, and so. We discussed the Puta Nalila, and tonight I want to discuss a little bit from the Dhenu Kasura Lila. And uh, of course, Agni has opened the evening with the his singing of Prabhupada's song on the Jaladutta. Prabhupada, you know, d- d- embarked or dis- how do I say embarked or. He left India from Bombay on Baldev Purnim on his way to the United States and along the way he encountered obstacles himself from a um, a physical point of view. His health was bad and so forth and and, uh, in some of his perhaps most introspective moments he wrote this poem that most of you are uh, familiar with. And um, he had no intention at the time of it being published or uh, distributed widely. So it's quite a uh, precious gem, if you will. And in it, he uh, more or less spontaneously uh, um, sings both in the first half of the prayer in the mood of Sharanagati and in the second half of the poem in the longing that characterizes uh, Baba, Lola Sumayi, filled with longing. So the great Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, of course, used to say at times that first deserve, then desire. What he meant by that was that um, but, uh, the sadhana bhakti is characterized by the pursuit of sharanagati and the growing of one's faith, the two of which, sharanagati and shraddha, they correspond with one another. So the outer expression 
by which we can objectively um, uh, understand one's inner subjective shraddha that is called charanagati. Uh, this is an anga of bhakti uh, mentioned by Rupa Goswami that Bhakti Vinod Thakur in particular in our Paribar coming from him, our lineage, has um, uh, laid some stress and emphasis upon it. He wrote a song book about charanagati, songs for the different limbs, um, sixfold uh, features, I should say, of, uh, of Sharanagati. So, sadhana bhakti, prayers, vandanam is of course one of the angas of bhakti, and Shijiva Goswami has explained in Bhakti Sandarbha in his commentary on Rupa's book that prayers in sadhana bhakti are focused on Sharanagati and the growing of one's faith. And prayers in bhava bhakti are characterized by longing. Hmm? Now, there's going to be some overlap. There's going to be some longing within charanagati, but we, but the focus should be the better half, the better portion of our prayer should be in submission. And that's what I believe Bhakti Sanatsar was talking about when he said, first deserve, then desire. At other times, I've given the example that if you come to me and say, I want to go to India. And I say, okay, well, that's great. <laughs> Very nice idea. Uh, can I go? Yes, you can go, but uh, do you have a... Uh, do you have your visa? No. Do you have a passport? No. Do you have a ticket? No. Do you have a job? No. It's <laughs> <That's> a problem. <laughs> so, you want to go to India? Get a job. No, I want to go to India. You're telling me to get a job. But I want to go to India. Hmm? So first, deserve, get some these things in place. Then, when you have a job, then you have some money. Then you get a passport, visa, and a ticket. Then you can get a travel brochure. Then you can come and talk to me about it. We can talk about the places. And you can get everything but... Um, Dysentery. For that, you have to go there. <laughs> but uh, but once you have all those things in place, then your longing to go to India and preoccupation with it will be sensible and, and beautiful. Rather, this kind of unbecoming. If you're longing for that and and uh, uh, expecting to go there without a ticket, without a passport, without any money, without a job. And so on. Hmm? So, first Sharanagati, then Baba. Sharanagati is the stage, the dramatic stage, on which the drama of bhakti is performed. So, if you want to have the, you know, appearing, as they say in English, I don't know how it plays out in Polish, but when a new movie is coming out, they say, appearing in a theater near you, soon. So, in the theater of your heart, that's pretty close to you. The drama of Krishna Lila will, will come if the stage of Sharanagati is erected. So the Sharana, so all Premikas are Sharanagatas. But all Sharanagatas are not Premikas. Right? So, and, and in Ruchi, Ruchi Bhakti, then the Sharanagati is in place. Therefore, Nadanam, Najanam, Nasundrim, Kavitamba. Right? Hmm? In, this day, in this stage, the Paramatmas moved out 
of the heart. He's the Lord of Dhanam, Janam, Sundarim, and even Kavitam, the poetry of this world, arts and, and so forth, and the refined material sensibilities. But all that is under his jurisdiction, and the wants, the desires for them. He the witness over that. The Jagadishwar. So in Ruchi Bhakti, because these desires have uh, have ended. Hmm? He no longer has standing there. And in his place, then, only the desire for bhakti and the pranishwar, not the jagadishwar, but the pranishwar. The jagadishwar cannot be the lord of your heart. Hmm? Pranishwar means like the, the lord of your life. The Jagadishwar, he, he cannot be, because something else is the lord of our life and the Jagadishwar is there overseeing and sanctioning hmm, um, and so forth. Right? And you can't get that close to him either. It's true in yoga sadhana you can get, you can have the beatific vision of the, of the Jagadishwar hmm, as he explains contracts back into uh, Narayana but only the vision hmm, at the highest reach of yoga if it can reach with mixture of bhakti, shantarasa, you can have the big tibic vision but no no seva hmm? no no um, um, no preoccupation with his leelas and so forth so the pranishwar cannot be the jagadishwar the pranishwar means you seen the picture of Hanuman? He's tearing apart his heart. And who is inside? Ram. Ram. Right? Yeah. So, that this is our, our, our business in Sadhana Bhakti to remove the Jagadishwar and replace him with Pranishwar. Yam Shama Sundaram Ajintaguna Swarupam Govindam Adipurusham Tamam Vajami. So, uh, so Sharanagati, Ruchi, then Asakti comes, then Bhav and longing. So in this prayer we find both. Hmm? We find first, of course, Prabhupada, uh, aside from the refrain that the prayer begins with, um, Prabhupada is uh, making a petition for surrender that he might have the power to do the work that his Guru Maharaj has asked of him to preach in the West and so forth. Of course, <laughs> although this is very characteristic of Sharanagati, this type of prayer, he's, he's employed his, his bhava in the refrain in, the, in, the, in the, the pursuit of Sharanagati, so to speak, because he reasons with Krishna in the refrain, oh, my dear friend, hmm, that I have something to, to tell you, that uh, if Radharani is pleased with you, then your life will become perfect. Mm -hmm. That will be good for you. He uses very strong words there. Dhruva ati bolitomatai. Dhruva. Dhruva is the, is the pole star around which other planets are thought in Vedic cosmology to, to orbit. So it's fixed. Its position is fixed. So he's saying, this is for sure. There's no doubt about this. This will never change. He's pressing something very dear to Krishna. If Radharani is pleased with you, then your life will be successful. 
it's almost like Krishna will look and say, you know that about me. Goodness, come close. <laughs> That's not something to share with everybody. If you tell the whole world that, the yogis will fall out of trance. They're, <laughs> they're meditating on me, and if they knew that I have a worshipable object, they will think, what? My whole religious world is turned upside down now. Hmm? How to understand it? Hmm? This is a secret thing. Hmm? You start speaking this too much, Krishna will cover your mouth and take you back to Godhead. So, so Prabhupada reasons with him like this, and his idea is, of course, that if if you give me the power to do this, which is the request of my guru, who is Nayana Mani Manjari, the handmaiden of Radha, then Radha will be pleased with you. So I think that it would be good for you if you do that. And of course, we have no doubt that that Krishna gave him the power. Hmm? And we were all here because of that. And he gave him the power in no uncertain uh, measure because uh, we can see that his campaign was more than, uh, far exceeded his expectations in terms of success. Here we are in Poland. Prabhupada probably didn't even know where Poland was on the map. And I don't think he ever came here, and here we all are. So this is incredible. Hmm? It's said that of a... Um, of a superlative uh, devotee. What is it said? That his only presence make others chant. Yeah, that, that in his, it, by, by, by seeing him, hmm, others will chant. Hmm? When people see me, they stop chanting. <laughs> I come in the room, everybody stops chanting. Okay. I, they're just letting me know who I am. It's good for me. I appreciate that. But, <laughs> but, but not just seeing Prabhupada, but just hearing about him hmm, in Poland right? and, and seeing his representative, so many devotees are here. It's a very extraordinary story, of course. And it illustrates the fact that his prayer was so sincere and, and very intelligent also. Sincere in intention, but very spiritually adept or bright to make this negotiation with Krishna in the beginning to get his attention my dear friend I have some advice for you if Radharani is pleased with you then your life will be successful now I, this is the problem now Radharani has given me this task and you should I think it would be good for you if you give me the power to do that so to what extent did Prabhupada give him the power Nityananda Vesh his work is very comparable Prabhupada's campaign to that of Nityananda Prabhu um, you may know that after Prabhupada departed from the world, um, at that time uh, his society, ISKCON, had a uh, relationship with Pujapad Sridharmarsh, whom Prabhupada advised, had advised us that uh, after his passing we could consult for philosophy. Actually, I was massaging Prabhupada's feet at the time. When Tamal Krishnamarsh asked Prabhupada, that, uh, Prabhupada, you know, you may... It's, you may pass away here. This was late in the fall of 1977. And so how will we perform the funeral rites? Because it's not something that Prabhupada trained us in. We didn't know about that. So he said, for that, he said, you can talk to Narayan Marsh in Mathura. So Tamal Krishnamurti, I mean, he made a very interesting uh, follow-up question. It was kind of perked, my ears kind of perked to hear the question. He said, Prabhupada, after you depart, is there anyone else we can consult with? Of course, this is a famous story. I'm not telling you something you don't know, but 
He said, yes, for philosophy, my god, was our Sridhar Maharaj of Navadweep. And of course, this is the last thing he ever said about Sridhar Maharaj. And the first thing he ever said about him was in a letter to Achyutananda Maharaj. Achyutananda Maharaj was in India and he had been there for some time and Prabhupada was in America and he was feeling separation from Prabhupada and the need for guidance. In fact, he had had guidance that was not so good and so he was a little concerned. So he wrote to Prabhupada and he said, is it possible that I could, uh, is there anyone you can recommend as a Siksha Guru? And of course, Prabhupada wrote back and said, my God, brother Sridhar Maharaj, uh, what to speak of what, uh, I consider him my Siksha Guru, so what to speak of how you can benefit from him. And he went and stayed with him for about six months. And it made uh, Chutananda Maharaj a, a special feature in ISKCON. He had this special uh, kind of influence of Sridhar Maharaj that was very charming. Hmm? We didn't understand it all at the time, but at the time of Prabhupada's departure, then he kind of cracked the door to the possibility of getting counsel from Pujapad uh, Sridhar Maharaj. So, so what was the point? So, um, so uh, shortly after Prabhupada's passing, which was surprising to Sridhar Maharaj to have heard that he had passed away because he thought he, surely he himself would pass away before Prabhupada because he was a little older, but he was quite sick and incapacitated, almost 80, 80% blind, and Prabhupada was traveling all over the world like a young, young boy. <laughs> which is what he felt himself to be. Uh, Prabhupada said to me when we, shortly before his passing, he said, he said, I'm not old. You and I, we are all young boys. That's all. So, <laughs> we take it, literally. <laughs> it's a blessing. So, um, some of the uh, senior disciples of Prabhupada informed Pujapad Sridhar of course, informed them that Prabhupada had said, we could get some counsel from him and so forth. And um, so Pujapad uh, Sridhar began to praise uh, Prabhupada and referred to him by the term, I consider him as Shaktivesh, empowered for the work. And so, so this, you know, we all grabbed onto this, said, Prabhupada, Shaktivesh, and, and so forth. And uh, so sometime later, um, after there was a separation between uh, Sridhar and Iskand, then some of us who um, were with Pujapad Sridhar asked him that you had said at some point you had speak about Prabhupada being empowered with the Shakti of, of, of Bhagavan for his work. And um, his, his Sridhar Maharaj's successor and disciple, Govinda Maharaj, asked... Some problem. So please, pay attention. So he asked, Kamina um, Marsh asked Sridhar Marsh, what kind of Avesh? He asked, what kind of Avesh? And Sridhar Marsh said, Nityananda Avesh. And then he began to, of course, speak about the characterize the nature of Nityananda Prabhu's campaign. And he showed us different parallels with Prabhupada's campaign, and so on and so forth. Um, so. Um, a very uh, broad and uh, and uh, generous campaign, and so yes, Krishna reciprocated and gave him the power, the shakti that he was asking for, hmm, 
in no uncertain measure. He gave him the. It's almost as if Nityananda Prabhu himself, Nityananda Ram, placed himself in, within Prabhupada for for this uh, extraordinary campaign. And then, of course, Prabhupada, com- completing the kind of the first half of the of the poem, he says, and so. You know, if you give me the power and I can do this work of my Guru Maharaj, then upon completing it, my desire is to uh, is to enter into the, your cowherding lila. Kotavani chutto chutivani kai lutaputi se din kove hove mor. Falling and rolling and tumbling on the ground throughout the fields of Vrindavan. Herding cows from sunrise to sunset. This is my my aspiration. So this is very private moments of Prabhupada. This is Guyam Akyati Prichati. He's sharing his his heart. Of course, he wasn't intended, as I say, to be. Uh, but it's come to pass. We're very blessed. It's not something we should hide. Hmm? We shouldn't talk about that. Oh, Prabhupada said this. Oh, this is something very. This is we're looking for. This. This is what we're doing this for. <laughs> this is the purpose, right? It's not only sakshadaritena, but kintu prabhulya priyavatasya. We shouldn't just think who he is directly God. If we really think that, and we really approach. Gurudev in that way, with that kind of regard, with that kind of attention. Prabhupada had that kind of attention to his Guru Maharaj because he used to say, my Guru Maharaj ordered me to preach in the West and I simply followed his instruction. Well, that's a bit of an exaggeration <laughs> because what Bhakti Siddhanta did was Prabhupada wrote him a letter about two weeks before the Sarasati Thakur passed from the world and said, please do forget to have some service in the mission, I'm a householder, any service to you, Guru Maharaj, and Guru Maharaj, Sarasati Thakur wrote back and said, it, it would be good if, for you if, you if you preach in English. It's, it's like a, kind of like a suggestion. Hmm? Prabhupada took it like an order. Hmm. This is his order, and he made his life that order. So, um, Just taking one instruction to heart, he became perfect, so to speak. Right? Um, so... Uh, if we pay attention that the representative of the, of the God that is speaking, that God has come to me, so to speak, through Guru Tattva in a, in a custom way, that's tailored for me, pay attention to that, then, then in due course, the fact that he is on the one side, Sakshadharitvena, Samasta Shastra, as celebrated in all the Shastras. Kintu, however, but Kintu Prabho Ya Priya He is Sakshad Hari and he is dear to Hari. How can he be both? How can he be Hari and dear to? This is the Guru Tattva. So he has an inner side also. So this will become prominent in, in our own understanding of Guru if we pay attention. Hmm. We pay attention to the one side, then the outside, then the inside. And the same holds true for ourselves. 
Gurudev has given us a sadhaka deha. It's a work in progress. The senses are in touch with sense objects and uh, through this contact we develop likes and dislikes. And this is mine and I like this and I don't like that and an I, an identity, arises out of those uh, desires. Out of what we think is mine comes an I. And the idea of the sadhaka say is Hushikena Rishikesha Sevanam. This is bhakti. Bhakti ruchate. The senses in touch with the sense objects for the pleasure of Krishna's senses. This will produce another I. Another identity will come out of this. As servant of Rishikesh, right? Relative to the association we have, that is the seed of the prati or the bhav that we will attain. So this is not something to be hidden away. Hmm? Of course, it's not something we speak to the new people about necessarily, but how long you've been involved in this? 20 years. Twenty years. Maybe it's you know time or something. <laughs> an art and a vritti, art the pravriti, right? Hmm. An art and a vritti, removing the un, the false values and art the pravriti. Uh, attaining the real value. Something to think about. If you, I often use the example, if you go to the mall, shopping mall, at least in America, probably here too, they have a, like a map. You want to go to room 108, it says room 108 is up here. What else does the map say? And you are here. You need to know both things. I am going to go there and I am here. In order to go there, I have to look here, right in front of me, step by step, step by step. I can't look here entirely and walk out, I will fall. So, so practice Sharanagati with the frame in mind. And so it's very nicely, uh, this uh, way, if you will, I'm speaking, is very nicely illustrated in the prayer. And Prabhupada, of course, I here obviously idealizes uh, Sakirati. He's born in a Sakirati family, the family patron saint Udarantata Thakur, who is Subahu Gopa, among the Dwarasagopals in Krishna Leela. Udarantata Thakur, and he appears as in, in Gaur Leela. Family Prabhupada used to worship this deity regularly. Prabhupada's from the community, the mercantile community that Nityananda Prabhu in particular showed special mercy to in uh, in West Bengal and began, and by doing so began the whole sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as we were speaking about um, earlier today to some extent. Nityananda Prabhu ki jai. So, that said, rather A long introduction to speaking about the Denikasura Leela, which of course is is very uh, central to Sakyaras also. Hmm? There are three centers in the Bhagavatam's tenth canto, which is the center of the book. There's a Vatsalya Rasa center, a Sakyarasa center, and a Madhurya Rasa center. Hmm? So the Damodar Leela and surrounding chapters forms the Madhuri, uh, Vatsalya Rasa Center. And the, obviously the uh, 
uh, Ras Panchajai, five chapters describing the Rasa Leela. This is the Madhurya Rasa Center. In between those two, we find the Sakya Rasa Center from chapters 12 to 18 of the Bhagavatam, beginning with the Dainukasur Leela, ending with the slaying of Perlamba and freeing the cowherds from the second forest fire. So a lot of ground there, right? So after the first uh, three chapters of this Sakiras center, consisting of the slaying of Agasura, the um, uh, bewilderment of Brahma, and then Brahma's <coughs> prayers, 12, 13, and 14, comes chapter 15. Those first three chapters cover what's called a Sesh Kumar Leela of Krishna, the end, Sesh, of his Kumar Leela. So if you want to divide his ages into each into three, you have Adi, Adi Kumar, Madhya Kumar, and Sesh Kumar, and then Poganda, right? One of the beautiful things about Sakyarasa is that all three of the ages of Krishna, Kumar, Poganda, and Sakya, serve as Udipanas and, and, and Kishore, excuse me, serve as Udipanas for Sakyarasa, the Sesh Kumar period when he is a calf herder. Hmm? In Poganda, he becomes a cow herder. And of course, in his Kishore Leela, uh, he continues to herd, herd cows along with his romantic life is, is being pursued. So when we come to the 15th chapter, in which the slaying of Dana Kasur is, is, is ostensibly what the chapter is about, that's, you know, it's named after that uh, uh, pastime. That pastime is in the center of the chapter. It's not a very long chapter, but it's just filled with um, um, secrets and insight. In my current book that I'm writing, Sakyamandal, hmm? Circle of Friends, uh, the, 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 the radius of the circle, the circumference of the circle is the five chapters that explain the tattva of Sakyarasa. And then the radius is, the, is, a, is a narrative, retelling of the Bhagavad narrative of this Sakyarasa center in these, uh, these chapters and, and a few more. Um, and um, with regard to this chapter, there's so much there that it, in my book it turned into three separate chapters. So it's a very short chapter, but it's full of uh, insight. Hmm? And um, um, it, it begins, it marks the beginning of Krishna's Poganda Leela and it serves as an overview of that whole Poganda age and on into the Kishore age. So it ends with the Kishore age. Hmm? Begins with Krishna becoming a cow herder and at that, that is the time in which Balaram starts to become prominent hmm? in, in, the, in the Leela. Hmm? It ends with Kishore and Purvarag, hmm? Krishna's beginning feelings of separation for the gopis before having talked with them and their separate their love and separation from him without having exchanged words like "I love you," hmm? but they feel it, and nobody else knows, and they exchange glances. So this is very beautiful. I've written a whole chapter about that. This is the last two, three, four verses uh, of the chapter 
before Sukhamuni begins to give a, a, a brief description of the Kaliya Lila. Hmm. Just summarizes it. We're reading about that early in the morning, so won't go into that. Uh, so Purvarag and the Kishore Lila is found in there. Um, in the center is the actual slaying of Denikasur, which is very interesting, of course, and relative to our discussion about Anarthas. And, and um, uh, also in the chapter, we find the first, in a very, um, how would you say, like in code, the, uh, the, the place for the Priyanarmasakas in Bhagavatam. Hmm? You, wouldn't, you wouldn't find it unless you were Vishwanath Chakravadhitaka or <laughs> somebody like that. Uh, but uh, this is a very uh, special uh, form of Sakyarati, of course. There are four basic types of, of Sakyarasa outlined by Shilupa Goswami. This is Sakas who are who who have Sankulrati. Sankulrati means it's very peculiar and uh, Rupa Goswami says it's very extraordinary. But a, a bundling of rasas that are incompatible with one another in one person. Hmm. Or Incompatible or maybe neutral. Hmm? So, for example, uh, Sakiras is, is is incompatible with Vatsalirasa. You can understand this with with your human psychology and experience and, and, and reasoning about it a little bit. There's a point in a child's life where he wants to get she wants to get away from her parents to be with friends. Right, so the parents cause the sakirati to, to contract and be restricted. Hmm? So, that, so this is called poganda. Hmm? You understand? Boyhood or girlhood. Hmm? So you you, you, to, you still like your parents. Krishna loves his mother and father, but but their love for him constrains him in a way that that. Is in is in is in um, in conflict with the love of his his friends and the things that they will do and the risks that they will take and the adventures that they will will pursue that are just the nightmare of Jashoda <laughs> and Nanda. Oh my God! Hmm? The very idea of him going into the forest and herding cows is something she cannot live with. Hmm? The uh, the, the Bhagavatam's 15th chapter, the chapter we're discussing, of course, begins with, uh, with, the, with Gopastami. This is the celebration day that Krishna becomes a cowherd and starts herding cows rather than, rather than just calves. It's a huge um, event. And um, there's a beautiful uh, poetic telling of it in the Govinda uh, Balabhanataka of... Uh, um, Dwarkanath in the lineage of um, Sundarananda Thakur, who's Sudam Saka of um, the Brajlila, an associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, a beautiful uh, Sanskrit drama, and uh, it's very uh, lengthy explanation of this of, of this day. I've shared some of it in, in my own words in in, in uh, forthcoming text, but the text of the Bhagavatam begins with this Gopastami, just, just mention of it, right? 
So you have to un unpack it there. These books, like the Bhagavatam itself, it's like a table of contents only to, to the actual life of uh, Krishna Leela that it speaks about. So there's much to draw out from it, right? Hmm? That's why we need good association that can bring the text to life and keep it alive. The scripture is kind of like, to use the words of Pujapachita Maharaj, a passive agent of divinity. And the sadhu, speaking from the book, of course, and always representing its conclusions, hmm, is an active agent of divinity that enables us to find things there that we couldn't find on our own. Hmm? So, for home going, we need a home knowing person <laughs> that is required. Right. So, um, in the actual event, of course, as I say, it's just extremely uh, traumatic. It's Nandamarja's brothers who kind of turn the tables, so to speak, because he's shocked at the idea himself. He finds Krishna spending um, time with his uncles all of a sudden, more than with himself. And whenever he comes, everybody becomes quiet. What are they talking about? No, nothing. Never mind. And so, finally it comes out. Your son wants to be a cowherd. And it means to go in the forest all day long and so forth with big cows and so forth. It's a big responsibility. And, uh, and Yashoda thinks, you know, that's all right for other cowherds, but he's the son of a king. King of cowherds. So the king's son doesn't have to do those things. That's her kind of reasoning. Nandamarsh is just speechless about it, but the cowherd, his, his brothers, Krishna's uncles, they, they turn the tables, so to speak, on him and say, Nanda, you're older now. You know, Nanda and Yasoda were quite old when Krishna was born. This is the, was the, the trauma of Braj. Nanda doesn't have a son. Nanda doesn't have a son. Hmm? Nanda doesn't have a son. But an heir to the throne. The more they feel like this, the more they feel. The more then this is drawing. This is their their longing is 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 what Krishna responds to, of course. Paritranaya sadhana. He comes for the devotees to protect them from their separation. So, in the context of the lila, the siddhas, they're showing us the way. They're longing. Of course, Nanda and Yashoda are longing for a son, also. But every time they think of conceiving a son, without telling one another. Nanda and Yasoda both think, I want to have a son, but when I have a picture of what my son will be like, he's more beautiful than Narayan. Then I realize that's not possible. Your son can't be more beautiful than God. But then I lose my impetus for, for conceiving. So at some point they shared notes and they realized they were thinking the same thing. So they did a vrut, worshipping Narayan. And then one year, then... Yashoda was bearing the child, right? Corresponding with the yearning of the inhabitants of Brahma. So at this point, now the boy is becoming a... The child is becoming a boy. A very charming period, right? In his life. But shocking for the to Vatsalya Rasa. Oh, this is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem now. Hmm? So his uncles, Krishna's uncles, the brothers of Nandamaraj, they kind of turned the tables and said, you're a little older. And so... Just you should allow your son to take some of your responsibilities, and what how that will that will be such a nice thing for you. And it's not a thing. Yeah, well, 
That's a way of looking at it. Yes, and, 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 and he will be me. Hmm. I will live on <laughs> through him. Yes, yes. And so now his, his mind is slightly changed. Meanwhile, Sridam, Sudam, Stoka Krishna, Subal, Arjun, Amsu, all that, they're all showing up as usual every day at the break of dawn. But on this day, they are all dressed for cow herding. Their parents have all given them permission and they're there to collect up Krishna and Balaram and go. And none of them are, and Yashodama is seeing them and they're, what's going on with you? Why are you standing outside? Usually they just come right in, right? They're standing outside. They're a little nervous about her reaction. Why are you keeping, come in here, you are my sons also. Come here. Why, what are you dressed like? What, is the, what do you have in mind? She's suspicious. She has some idea. Hmm. And of course, the, and, and, and Krishna's there, and she puts two and two together and, uh, and uh, 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 starts expressing her reservations and so forth. Like she says, for example, it's all right, you know, the other boys want to herd cows, but you're the son of a king. Krishna says, well, Sri Dham's also rich. Hmm? He's the son of Rishabhanu Maharaj and Rishabhanu Pur. He's herding cows. Hmm? And he said, he kind of gives the Buddha's wisdom. Hmm? Right, also. Hmm. He says, well, he says, Brahmin boys, they have to do the work of the of their Brahmin fathers, right? Why should it be different for uh, Abhiras or Vaishas like, like ourselves? Hmm. Anyway, there's so many good reasoning he gives and supported by, by Sri Dham and others. And then, of course, she says, well, let's hear what the older brother says. You know, he's one whole day older. Maldev, Shivalaram Jai. The fact that he is the protector of Krishna is something that, that Yashoda's Vatsalya Rasa has just been impressed upon him. He is, in, he is also an example of Sakiras and Sankulrati bundled together with Dasya, bundled together with Vatsalya. I was saying there are four kinds of basic Sakas, right? There are the Sakas whose Sakiras is bundled with Dasya. There are the Sakas whose Sakiras is bundled with Vatsalya. There are the sakas who are just kewal, pure sakyarasa. And then there are the sakas, a special kind of saka, whose saki is not bundled with another rasa, but actually mixed with madhurya. The madhurya is compatible with saki. Those two are friendly rasas. This is a very beautiful thing about Gaudiya Vaishnavism, where these two influences are the prominent influences. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is in pursuit of Gopi Bhav, hmm? And it's overflowing, and the opportunity through that, through his own ecstasy, is is coming to others. Right? They're getting. He's giving bhakti sanskars for Madhurya Rasa, and Nityananda Prabhu is helping. But Nityananda Prabhu has his own bhava, so invariably some persons will be influenced by those sanskars for Sakya Rasa. But Sakya Rasa and Madhurya Rasa, they have a different foundation, obviously. Hmm? but because they're compatible. This is a very Gornitire 
close friends, right? They have different rasas, but they're very close friends. So we should understand the compatibility of the two. And when that Sakya rasa takes the shape of Priyanarmasaka, whose Sakya Bhav is mixed with Madhurya, then this, this Sakya rasa uh, mixed with Madhurya becomes uh, fully, uh, uh, fully participates in the Madhuri Leelas. So this is the specialty. We have a very special kind of Madhuri Rasa in of course in in um, Chaitanya Vaishnavism. And that is this Babulas Rati or the idea of being the handmaiden of Radha. This is a very special idea. It's not brought out in any other Sampradaya. And of course you know most of you the math or the logic for all of this and so forth. And then there's the Sakya Rasa is there amongst the associates of Nityananda Prabhu who came from Braj, Dwarasa Gopal, those twelve Gopals, they are all Priyasakas or Priyanarmasakas. They either have pure Sakyarasa or Sakyarasa mixed with with Madhurya. These can be cultivated. Hmm? Hmm? If you have that influence of that kind of sadhu, then that will be natural for you. And with regard to the Priyanarmasaka, then you guys full participation in the Madhurya Leela. What happens is this, the his the Angi Rasa, the, the the dominant rasa, Angi means body, Anga means limb. So in Priyanarmasaka, he's the Angi Rasa is Sakya. And a limb of that becomes Madhurya. And that Madhurya then intensifies the Sakya and enables it to participate in, 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 in the Madhurya Rasa from a Sakya Rasa perspective. So to give counsel to Krishna, to 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 foster, tender to Krishna in separation, they also tender to Radha in her separation. No one in the Braj is more capable of mitigating the Maan, the, the jealous love of Radha and bringing Krishna and Radha back together than Subal Saka, the prime example of a Priyanarma Saka. I was saying this special kind of Bhava is mentioned in this chapter hmm, of um, Srimad Bhagavatam. You have to dig, mine, mine, the mine, how do you say? Moin. This is a, is a mine and you have to mine it hmm, for jewels. Yeah. This is, this is one of the jewels, right? Priyanarmas Hakkabhav. And this uh, uh, Manjari Bhav, well, two, two special forms of Sakya Rasa and uh, Madhuri Rasa and Sakya Rasa, respectively. Hmm. So, at any rate, um, y- yes, and uh, somehow we went from there to the, the Gopastami. I might as well play that out. So, uh, so. Uh, m- m- Mother Yasoda has fostered, so to speak, her Vatsalya Bhav onto Balaram. Hmm? This, this um, bundling of rasas is very interesting because then in Sakyaras it will be the dominant rasa, so it will be defined by that. But, but, these, but the combining with Vatsalya Ras, for example, they're incompatible, so they'll function from one to the other, one to the other. Hmm? Not mixing. But at any rate, Baldev, he's the older brother, yeah, by one day. So, I mean, you know. But Mother Yasoda looks at him like he's 10 years older or something. He should protect little Krishna. And so she 
just kind of transfers her Vatsalya Bhav onto him, so to speak, and, and he has to kind of live up to it. And everybody goes, yeah, you're the older brother, yeah. Hmm. But uh, he hasn't shown it. Hmm. He hasn't shown it at that time, and at this time, in the 15th chapter of the Bhagavatam, Hmm. Krishna has slain Agasur, Bhagasur, Bhatsasur, Putana, Trinavarta. Hmm. Some of those, Bhakasur, Agasur, for example, they were they were that was wit they were was witnessed by the coward boys directly, right? Balaram has not done anything yet. Hmm. He's supposed to be the older brother. Anyway, he comes in the room, and Mother Yasoda says, "Well, let's see what the older brother has to say about this." And of course, he says, "It's so we've already talked about it last night, Mom." You're going out to Calvert. It's it's okay. She says, "Well, it's okay. All right, fine. But let's hear what Nanda has. To, you know, we have Nanda Maharaj has to weigh in. You know, okay. And of course, Nanda has already caved, as as as, as I mentioned. And and then of course he says, but we need an astrologer to see what is the auspicious day. And so they bring in an astrologer who's deaf, practically. So they ask him." Do the chart. Do the chart. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said, you want to know uh, who will be the, uh, when he will marry. Is that what you want? No, 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 no. When will he, when can he become a cowherd? Oh, you want to know when the older brother will marry? Oh, no, no, no. So finally the cowherd boys get on either side and each of his ears and yell, when did he go cowherding? Finally he gets it, right? And then he does the chart, and he says, "Actually, today is the day. It's right here. It's very auspicious." Mm-hmm. And then he says something secret. Now, this day you will meet the lover of your life. Also, and Krishna passes out, and Subal has to wake him up. Mm-hmm. What did he, nobody else heard what he what he said, but Subal knew. Mm-hmm. So all, it has to be. It's a long story. It's very beautiful and charming, as you can, as you are attesting to with your own response to this. But, uh, but hmm, this is a this chapter, this fifteenth chapter, is is rich. Hmm? So even the, the, the mention of the Priyanarma Sakas is in, is ideal. That ideal, that type of sakaras, is embedded in the text. And the, the text, I'm moving from the from the end of the text backward, from the from the Kishore Leela, slaying of Dhanikasura itself, which we haven't talked about, to just prior to that narrative, where in the context of Krishna glorifying Balaram, at the end of the glorification, this Priyanarmasaka idea is, is, is mentioned. But the chapter begins with a, um, what's the word? A, anyway, a glorification of, uh, a eulogy, a eulogy of Balaram on the part of Krishna. And this eulogy of Balaram is somewhat relative to the way in which we're looking at this um, chapter. Hmm. We're looking at this chapter for the moment um, as a chapter that we could meditate on to help us overcome Samanartha. Hmm. Right? So, Baladeva, of course, is the Akanda Guru Tattva, the reservoir, let's say, of, of, of Guru Tattva. He's the, the Mariyata Purusha of Krishna, so in this chapter it's also shown he's the guru of Krishna. After the, after the eulogy, Krishna gives a beautiful eulogy of Balaram. After that, Sukadev 
begins to just speak about the beautiful nature of these pastimes of Krishna and Balaram as as boys. In the earlier section, in the Brahma Vimohan Lili, he talks about their end of their childhood, the way they conducted themselves rather innocently in the forest. And now he just begins to describe the characteristic activities of them in their boyhood, when their minds are a little more developed, a little more creative. So now they're not just jumping like frogs and pretending to be birds, but they're making up games to play and, and whatnot. And, uh, and, uh, and they're a little more familiar with the forest uh, and environment and so forth. And, um, and they're composing songs, hmm? the glorification of Ram and Krishna and dancing for them. Balaram and Krishna will sit and the boys will dance and they will evaluate like a talent review. What's that show they have in all the countries now? You know, you know the show? Yeah. Poland's Got Talent. Hmm? Poland's Got Talent. Poland's Got Talent, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's all of you. That's you the talent. So, <laughs> so, yeah, they have a talent show and, uh, and underneath the banner tree and... Uh, it's uh, um, very beautifully, um, in, a, in, a, in a synopsis kind of way, poetically described by Sukadeva. And it's, it, those who have I, some feeling for this, they will be able to differentiate between the descriptions of Krishna's coward boys at the Seish Kumar and, and then those in the Poganda, of the Poganda Leela and so forth. Hmm. Um, but his eulogy in glorification of Balaram that the chapter um, uh, begins with is uh, something to note in relation to how we're trying to look at the chapter, right? What is the, what is the, what is the anartha that we want to get rid of here? Balaram is like Guru Tattva, but the Guru Tattva Guru is not always easily understood. Who is the Guru? is not always so easy to understand. Bhaktivinoda Thakur made a comment in his own time, and you can imagine, he was, how, how extraordinary is Bhaktivinoda? I mean, we, we are in the Bhaktivinoda Puribar, the, the family of Bhaktivinoda. That's how Bhaktisiddhanta taught his disciples to think. And Prabhupada sometimes would say, this is not my movement, it's the movement of Bhaktivinoda. The last words of Bhaktisiddhanta were Saraswati Thakur to his disciples were, keep the current of Bhakti Thakur alive in the world. And this is a very contemporary type of um, contribution, Bhakti Thakur. We, we should know that we have our special speciality. We, we're not sitting at Radha Kund in particular, some other people doing that. We have our own particular specialty, so to speak, uh, in our Sampradaya. And you'll get everything that you could get at Radha Kund from understanding it and uh, applying yourself accordingly to think outside of the box, to not be black and white, to understand the texts and the current of the world at the same time, so that you can keep the tradition alive. This is what Bhaktivinoda was doing. So we're so drawn to him and whatnot. But at any rate, he said in his time that it is a symptom of Kali Yuga that people will think the real Acharya was the previous Acharya. <clears throat> and they will not appreciate the, the current Acharya until he's the previous Acharya. 
It's a tendency. So this, we want to avoid this. Hmm? Denu Kasura, of course, he was a big ass. And, <laughs> and, uh, and he was not allowing people, others, the cowherds or anybody in Braj, to taste the very sweet tal fruits. Hmm? He was not allowing them to taste them. And he had no desire to taste them himself. It means there are devotees that they have no real interest in what Krishna consciousness is about. They're on some, they're, they're in it, they go through the motions, but they're interested in something else. Hmm? They're not interested in the ideal. Hmm? And so even if it should come before them, then they, they, they find ways of avoiding it and, and, and finding fault in those who speak about it um, and so forth. They don't have it themselves. They're not that interested in it. They don't want anybody else to have it. They don't want, they don't want to acknowledge anybody else. This, you may have met some devotees like this. You may have been one of the devotees like this. So this is a, this is a problem. A kind of, excuse me, a kind of, a kind of obstacle to overcome. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, we find it so that you know, Prabhupada was a great guru, but everybody else, they can only be great if they only say as much as Prabhupada, nothing more. If they say anything more, they'll be sus- suspect. If they say anything, you know, it's kind of a castrated form of guru tattva. Not good. So, uh, a little crass on my part, please forgive me, but... Uh, it's an, it's an obstacle I've run into it at, at times. Uh, so, Guru Parampara, this is, you know, some people say, what would Prabhupada say if he were here? The answer is Guru Parampara. That's how you find out. You understand? He is here. That is the principle of Guru Parampara. So the guru has to be able to differentiate between details and principles. He has to be able to change the details because the times have changed, if they have, for example, so that the principle can be delivered and, and so on. Hmm? Um, but such uh, uh, required, if you will, insight and dynamism can often be misunderstood. Indeed, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur who could be a better representative of Bhaktivinoda Thakur than Bhaktisiddhanta? He made Bhaktivinoda Thakur's name, you know, go around the world, right? Hmm? But after the passing of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, in the face of the extraordinary campaign of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, Thakur's own brother said, oh, he's deviated from the line of Bhaktivinoda. Hmm? He shouldn't be followed. Hmm? I won't say any more about Lee Prashad Thakur, but Kijai, but <laughs> but he didn't quite have the vision to see. And, and Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was very different than Bhakti Vinod hmm? in the way he applied himself, but he was doing the same thing. So you have to have some dynamic vision to pick up on this, and this is what we want to get. and. Get rid of Dana Kasura 
the Dana Kasuri in our our life, so to speak. So he had. So the chapter begins with Krishna glorifying Balaram. Balaram is someone who's not so easy to understand. We see it in Gorlila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to extremes to point out repeatedly who is Nityananda Prabhu, what is his position. He was easily misunderstood. In some sampradayas, Balaram is thought to be a jiva. Some sampradayas, other sampradayas, he's thought to be an, 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 an incarnation of Ananta Sage, and so forth. Well, that's not uh, the, the vision, the view of Bhagavatam. In this chapter, Krishna himself points that out, hmm? glorifying Balaram as the original person and so forth. Balaram is the other self of Krishna. Hmm? Krishna, Krishna avatar, the descent of Krishna, is better termed the Krishna Balaram avatar. They are the avatari coming, avataring, <laughs> descending in the world together. Hmm? They're described together in the, in, in the third canto, third chapter of the first canto of the Bhagavatam. Krishna Balaram avatar. Hmm? In Krishna Sandarbha, Jiva Goswami goes to some effort to point out the likeness of Krishna and Balaram, uh, describing them as twins and giving evidence for the Bhag, from the Bhagavatam um, and other texts as well. Ultimately, he concludes that the markings on the bottom of Krishna's feet that are so famous. Balaram has the same markings on his feet. Oh, they're twins. No, no other avatar has this. This is, this is, of course, Krishna expands in in Braj, in the context of his leela, is like expanding himself to be with each gopi during the rasa leela, expanding himself to be with each coward boy during the lunch, picnic lunch. Each one thinks he's sitting next to me, sitting directly across from me. Hmm? Here in the Poganda Leela, they'll, they'll be sporting in the forest because they're staying out longer now as coward boys with the cows. So they'll take rest in the forest. Coward boys will make one bed for Krishna out of young shoots of grass and flowers and then make a pillow. Then he will lie down and throw away the pillow. He said, you put a coward boy. I want to peg your lap, my pillow. Hmm? And Krishna will lie Balaram down, have one boy put it, become his pillow, then he will go and get water from the Jamuna for him and fan him. So in this leela we have evidence that there's some Vatsalya Bhav bundled together with Balaram Sakya, right? Guru, the elder. Krishna's demonstrating this. So he, anyway, there's a beautiful eulogy, so not many prayers. Balaram is Krishna, Krishna is glorifying Balaram in Hasiras. Hasiras is a is a joking rasa, comedic, comedic, comedic. Hmm? Yeah. And um, of course, Balaram is the form of the god that presides over Hasirasa. Hmm? Hasiras is the best. Among the rasas, Hasiras is the best friend of Sakiras. Hmm? They're best friends. Hmm? Second best friend, Virarasa. They will come also in this chapter. Hmm? As we move towards the actual slaying of Denakasura. Hmm? But the chapter begins in Hasiras. It's all about Balaram. 
Krishna's glorifying Balaram. And everything he says about Balaram pertains to himself, but maybe a little bit more, especially with regard to his mention of romantic life at the end of his eulogy. That's a big subject, but the whole eulogy is in Hasirasa. He's saying that there's truth said in jest. Hmm? What he's saying about Balaram pertains to himself. In that way, it's a joke, but there's truth in jest, so it also pertains to Balaram. It's also a, a joke, in a sense, in that the, for the pre they can understand what Krishna's doing, and they find it humorous. Krishna's glorifying Balaram because he's just about to split away from the main group hmm? and go with a few friends, Priyanarmasakas, to Shamkund and Radhakund. Hmm? And so he's glorified Balaram so that the balance of the cowards will feel comfortable staying with Balaram. Hmm? This is his exit strategy from the larger circle. So glorification of Balaram then the other three types of sakas, they stay with Balaram, they have leelas, and Krishna's Priyanarma sakas are uh, involved in his romantic life. This is a daily affair. Krishna has to have an excuse every day that he comes up with for this. So the Bhagavatam does it in this way. Hmm? So it's a, it's a beautiful section, a humorous section, but it's a glorification of Balaram that uh, uh, establishes his position in no uncertain terms. And he is then a Kanda Guru Tattva. So the implication is, again, in terms of how we're looking at the chapter, that it's not so easy to understand uh, the Guru, right? He may be hidden. And there may be people who get in the way by way of saying, the previous Guru is the Guru. Everybody else should be Ritvik or something like that. Only he's the one. He's the only one. And this kind of propaganda then, this can be an obstacle to new devotees. Hmm? They don't understand. Hmm? I met Prabhupada and nobody knew Prabhupada. I mean, some, he had some disciples, obviously, but he wasn't known all over the world. He didn't open 108 temples. Nobody had said he was a Shaktivesh avatar. We wouldn't even know what that, I wouldn't even know what it meant, right? Nobody was telling me. And he did everything. He went all over the world. He, he wrote 50, you know, 60 books and, and everything. Hmm? So we had to understand him, who he was, in a spiritual way, by our sincerity and so forth, and prayer. This is how we find a guru. Hmm? Not by a checklist of he should be like this, this, this. And then with that, some scope for that, but the sincerity of hearts and, and a checklist, if we can get one. Um, but if you have only the checklist, then you may find so many reasons to, well, he's not quite like that, he's not quite, not quite good enough for me, not quite good enough for me, not, something like that. This is not the way. With some urgency, with some sense of urgency. Hmm? And our sense of urgency will bring us a connection, and, and, and that connection may grow also. Therefore, there's a, we were speaking about Panchatattva earlier today, by the grace of Shanti, Shanti, Shantipur? Yes. And um, of course, the glorification of the Panchatattva begins in Chaitanya Charjamrita with a glorification of a plurality of gurus. One day, Gurun 
Shisha Bhantam. I offer my respects to the gurus. This is Chaitanya Charitamrita picking up on the Bhagavatam, which says, not by one guru alone will you understand. Hmm? So, with some openness, we should try to go forward and look, understand ourselves to be teachers, students, always, always looking for good, for help, advice, guidance. Get us some scar for that. We may learn from those who gave partial help and then couldn't help. That also happens. I had that happen also. I had persons I thought very highly of, and they turned out to be not as high as I thought, but but I, but, but I was helped by them. Hmm? Yeah, enough to move on and look for more guidance. Misrepresentation can only be there if there's a thing to misrepresent, right? Hmm? So, with courage, we go forward and try to find the uh, uncover and then uh, the, 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 the Sadhguru for our life and and unfortunately there's as I say there's often this kind of propaganda Bhaktisiddhanta is not bona fide hmm? right even even amongst Prabhupada's disciples God but the Sama said Prabhupada Swami Marsh not qualified hmm? right so uh, they are the kind of people who really don't have any interest. If you really have interest in praying, then your interest is not saying who's not bona fide. Uh, being preoccupied with that. There may be a place for that, but it's not your preoccupation. Just finding the faults in others and so forth. And then it turns to so powerful that you can turn ornaments into faults. If someone's very intelligent, very learned in the scripture, they'll say, oh, he's just a gyani. You see. I mean, what kind of argument is that? <laughs> you know, but they make those kind of arguments. Right? So this is a Dana Kasura. This is what he's like. You don't want to be like that. You don't want to have that influence. This is the idea. So, as the chapter goes forward, of course, the cowherd boys. Oh, it's time. We went out this morning to herd cows. Mother Yasoda asked Balaram to weigh in. Balaram said, yes, hmm? we should go. He's the older brother, right? We agree with her. But Balaram, you haven't done anything that's impressive hmm? compared to Krishna. Hmm? And it just so happens that where we are now, just a little... Hmm, on the western shore of the Jamuna, just be, be, between, in between Mathura and and, and, and Govardhan Hill, and we can smell this beautiful scent of the Tal fruits in Talwan, which the Puranas describe Talwan. It's a very beautiful place. There's no there's no pebbles, no stones on the ground there. Black, soft earth, and lots of kusha grass, and and the tamal, tall tall Tal tree, tal fruit, palm. It's a type of palm, um, very sweet uh, fruit, and, and and the smell is coming at a distance, and we're intoxicated by that. And they have another idea. They, they, they we want to we want to taste it, but we can't go there because it's it's a great challenge to to taste that fruit because Dana Kasura and his associates. 
are protecting the forest. So there's two things that they want there. They want to taste the food, but more than that, they want the challenge. They're excited for this. And those coward boys, friends of Krishna, whose names, some of the principal names of the coward boys are mentioned in this chapter. It's a very special chapter. Soka Krishna, Sudam, Subal. Hmm? These are the, the, the ragatmikas of Sakyarasa. Their names are mentioned. Hmm? So one who's pursuing this, they reach, catch on to that. Hmm. You've got to have somebody to follow if you want to pursue that ideal, right? From the brudge. So here are their names. You can see this is just a very center of the Sakyara, center of the Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So they are capable themselves to destroy Denikasur without it, without thinking. Mm-hmm. They are equal with Krishna. That is the nature of Sakyara. They're equals. Mm-hmm. They think of themselves as such. Sometimes they serve Krishna. Sometimes Krishna serves them. Hmm. But by the Lila Shakti's arrangement, then um, they don't slay the demons. Krishna slays them, and so far, Balaram should be slaying them. After all, he's the older brother, but he hasn't done anything like that. So they take the opportunity. Now we're out here, we're all in our boyhood, cowards now. We're not just calf herders. And let's see who you are. Ram, Ram, Mahabaho, they begin, oh, you've got long arms, but you've never done anything with them. <laughs> but, so they're pinching his ego. Right? <laughs> hmm? And Balaram is Vasudev. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, what does he say? Amongst the Yadus, I am Vasudev. He's not talking about Mathura. Matiresh Krishna, the son of Vasudev. That is him. Mm-hmm. Can't say. Amongst them, amongst the Yadus, I am me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> amongst the Yadus, I am Vasudev. Vasudev means Balram, hmm? who's, the, who's also the son of Vasudev. You understand? He's also the son of Vasudev through Rohini. Hmm? This is another way in which Balram and Krishna are one, if you will. Right? So, um, so, so anyway, the cowherds they 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 they, they pinching the nerve of, of Balaram. He is not a Vaishya. They're joking with him in Vaishya humor, hmm? but he's Chatriya. He's got a Chatriya father. So this is, and they're saying you've never done anything. What what's what's where's your heroism, your vira? Hmm? So they're now starting to taste vira rasa, which is friendly to to Sakirasa. Hmm? And, and you can imagine how this is affecting uh, Balaram. And, and they say, Krishna has done so many things. What, 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 what have you done? Hmm? And um, Krishna would say, that, well, where do you get this, you know, this kind of like greed for these fruits? Why are you so greedy for the fruits? And Sridham says, oh, by associating with a, with a, uh, with a butter thief. Hmm? <laughs> they become greedy, like him. Hmm? This is how they talk with one another, right? Hmm? And uh, Balaram says, well, you are big, powerful boys. But you can go and take care of the Danibasur and get, get, get the fruits yourself. And Sridham will say, well, that may be true. But we are all one, and we move in the forest as one unit of cowards. We are all one. 
But formally speaking, you two are the are the sons of Nanda, and and he's the he's the king. So you're princes. So you should, you know, we have to defer to you. Therefore, you should take the lead and go and and take us on the challenge to defeat the uh, Pralamasura. So, excuse me, Dinakasura. So of course. Uh, 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 Krishna that supports their 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 idea that Balaram lead the way and says follows up on their pinching of his ego and says yes Balaram you should lead the way after all he's only an ass <laughs> so it should be easy for you <laughs> so this is the irritating Balaram <laughs> so off they go and they're all like it is a beautiful. I give you some poetic description of them that came came to me um, as they embark here for for the, for the Taliban. Um, thus, sharing laughter, Krishna, dark as the all-consuming night sky followed the moon like Balaram along with a multitude of shooting star-like sakas who leaped and cried out making sounds like threatening meteors announcing their descent on Taliban. <laughs> Krishna Balaram ki jai. Yeah, Krishna Saka ki jai. So, so yeah. you want to say something? No. I have questions. We'll just hope. So we're not done yet. So we're just almost finished. So, so of course they descend on on uh, on, 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 on Taliban and readily deal with the uh, Dinakasura and Balaram. They're laughing and Balaram is getting angry the whole way and he's just think, the whole way he's getting energized for the task at hand and deals very effectively with. Uh, with uh, Danikasura grabbing him by the hind legs after being kicked in the chest and throwing him in the trees and so forth. And Krishna follows and and so we get this demon out of our life. Krishna Balaram Kijai. Okay. That's a long, long talk. Sorry for taking so much of your time. But you had a question. Good. Guru said that Balaram is one day older than. Uh, a week, you know, a few days. About eight. About eight days. Some people say he's one year, but that's not according to the Bhagavatam. That would be bigger. <laughs> no. A week only. He's a week older than Krishna. W-E-A-K. A week older. <laughs> not a strong older. A week older. Yeah. I have another question also. About the compatibility of, of Bhavas or Rasas, Compatibility? Yes. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, Madhuriya and, and uh, Vatsalya, they don't, they don't mix. But sometimes we see the Dacharyas, they seem to mix them just in any way. Like, for example, in Bhaktivinoda's Dibhavari Shesha song, this Manavata song, uh, he mixes all kinds of names. Of, of, of names. It's it's not only not only different rasas but also there'll be like Ravan, Dharkara, yeah, but this is, this is this is not 
but that, that song is simply non-kirtan. That's all. That's just different names. He's not giving a narrative and and uh, playing out an instance in, in in a verse, describing situations. Each name, you can go and take like. Hare Krishna Mahamantra is universal and broad and at the same time very specific and, and deep, right? So you can take Ram's name to be Ram Chandra, you could take it to be Balaram, you could take it to be Krishna and so forth, right? So in that song, for example, this is just non-kirtan, non invoking different names. Obviously it's not being done in a systematic way for pursuing a particular bhava in that instance. Now, why he did that? You have to ask Bhakti Vinod, <laughs> given the time and circumstance and, and so forth. What else? We can have many gurus in our lives. Um, I have you in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Krishna. Um, but so. Um, so you were saying about the influence of the sadhu in, in someone's life, that, that usually um, influence of a strong sadhu will influence the kind of bhava that will grow in someone. Sure. Um, How could it be otherwise? Mm. So, and we know... Karnam gunasangaso As it is in material life, so it is in spiritual life. If you associate with alcoholics and drunk people, you become like that, right? Mm. Mm. And... So according to the uh, association with the different gunas, so sadasad joni janasu, so you take birth accordingly. And if you associate with 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 Sri Vaishnavas, then you'll get bhakti scars for Vaikuntha, right? If you associate with um, Balab Sampradaya, then you'll get bhakti scars for Bhatsali Rasa. If you associate with Gaudiya Sampradaya, it's saturated with Madhurya Rasa, and then there's undercurrent also of Sakya Rasa. So those are the opportunities that come to us. And relative to the influence, then that will be the seed of the Baba that we will attain. Yes, so. And so I'm wondering if you have many Vaishnavas. How can a devotee, <laughs> a Baba Bhakta, associate with you and not share his Baba? How is it possible? That's that, everything that he's doing is being driven by that. He's behind every, everything he said, the way he or she chants and so forth. So are you going to be influenced only by the teaching and not the bhava? No. And there's a, the tattva and the bhava, the bhava grows out of the tattva. Hmm? You are not separate. The tattva is the ground. Hmm? While the, the sadhu is putting the ground in place, sambandha gyan, hmm? He's just preparing that for the, the fertile soil for the bow to grow out of it. So, yes, your question. So I'm wondering, in, in this immature state, how much you can be influenced if you got, say you had um, many high-level Vaishnavas, like I know you yourself have had high-level Vaishnavas in your life. Um, how and the previous life, too. Pre well, yeah. <laughs> so how much you can be influenced, and, and at which state it comes, because we know Anupam, wasn't influenced by Rupa and Sanatana because it was fixed at that point. So, in the early stages, how much can it be fixed and where does it kind of... Well, you will know in due course. <laughs> you, know, you will know. That is called nishta. Either at least theoretical nishta you can know. If you understand the theory and you get good teaching, you can understand. 
That's why we try to, with our shraddha, if we want to grow our shraddha, then it's important to, to understand the scripture, because it's shastriya shraddha, this is meant to grow the faith. So we can understand what's happening to us through, through scripture. But it's, it's not a big question here in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, as I say. There's two influences, Madhurya Rasa of a particular kind, and there's Sakya Rasa influence in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada, obviously, we, we just heard the prayer, he was, he's an ocean of Sakya Rasa. Yeah. Many people will be touched by that. Mm-hmm. And so many acharyas saturated in Madhurya Rasa, the songs, and so forth. Their commentaries. So, so we will in Gaudiya Vaishnav, we will we will assume, oh, they're 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 influenced by by Manjari Bhav. If we find someone interested in Sakharas, we have to take that seriously, <laughs> because the norm would be otherwise without thinking about it. Hmm? You understand? So somebody must be thinking about it to to be opposed to that, so to speak, or different. You understand? <laughs> That's my reasoning. <laughs> yes. What else? What's the time? Eight. Okay. Long talk. So, thank you very much. Sri Sri Krishna Balaram ki jai, Gornitananda ki jai, Panchatattva ki jai, Sri Sri Goradhamadava ki jai, Gorbhaktavrinda ki jai, Gorpremanandi.